forward, everybody, to season two, right here on June 23rd, 2020. Awesome broadcast tonight. It's an honor to be here with this. Here with us next, Peter Whiffen, company from the Gold Coast of Australia. Peter, how are you doing, brother? Hello, and good afternoon from Australia. <laughs> how are good you? Good afternoon, all? my friend. Glad to have you, brother. And yeah, um, nice to be back. Nice to be here, and um, part of all of this is great. Amen. Hope everyone is doing well out there, folks. Invite a friend to come out here and tune right into these shows live on YouTube, also MixLR. And Peter, we've got the next hour together. Would you like to open us in prayer? Yeah. Dear Father God, we love you and praise you. And uh, thank you for all the saints. Thank you for the wonderful blessing of salvation, the wonderful blessing where we can be restored and resurrected incorruptible. We thank you, Father God, and we'd like to receive today our inheritance. Let us receive your love, your peace, your understanding, your inheritance that you've left us. We all agree. We say amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise <laughs> the Lord. Brother Peter, I'm going to have you back here tonight. And uh, the yeah. mic is yours, my friend. All right, I'd just like to ask you um, and say uh, congratulations to uh, 10 years. Well, thank you. Wow, that's gone fast, eh? Man, it My sure goodness. has. I, I praise the Lord for keeping us alive this long. And uh, hey, it's an honor to be here, my friend. Yeah. And uh, I just want to ask you, what, what was your, I think you've said it on testimony, I don't know, but what was your motivation for starting this? Well, actually... I was in the business world, living in Panama and running an herbal business, and my grandmother called me and said, uh, Son, the Lord has a word he wants you to speak. And I'm like, Well, grandmother, what word is that? And she said, well, He wants me to tell you that. And I said, Well, I'm ready, but he'll have to give me the word because I don't know what it is. So God began to uh, speak to me. And to make a long story short, because I spoke three hours and 45 minutes about this yesterday. <laughs> I don't want to break into a micro story again. Um, essentially what happened is the Lord called me and began to impress on me that there was some great teaching that we needed, but I didn't know of any platforms that were giving people the mic and then just let them roll. I mean, some great interviews, right? But it seemed to me I would listen to a show, it would go 30 minutes, and then it would be over with. Or an hour, and they never got to the questions I wanted to have answered. And God began to you know, put this calling uh, to work for him. It would take five years before I answered the calling. And more confirmations, you know, speak my word, came through Prophet Scott Lathrop. And God began to uh, help me figure out how to put it together. Sent people that gave me one piece here, one piece there. Next thing you know, we launched the show, and uh, really, I knew I was going to do a radio show, but I mean, what do you do it on? Well, I knew what I wanted to do it on. I wanted to go after deliverance, because when God shook up my life, it was through a ministry called Win Worley, Hegwish Baptist Church, and I heard preaching with something unique, a message that we could make an impact with our lives and get some payback on the enemy. 
We could go after the devil and his demons who've tried to destroy all of us, killed some of my family members, in fact, through premature death, generational curses. And there was a way to get free and get even. And the best way to do that is to win souls for Jesus. That's payback on the enemy. Uh, one form of payback. And I said, you know what? Who can I find, Peter, to teach me about deliverance? Because I know nothing. They're not teaching in the churches. And many have died who knew something about it. Some of them never left any books behind, sadly, or audios. And if you weren't there, then that knowledge was lost. Others did a great job of leaving books behind, like Derek Prince, one Worley, and audios. And so God showed me the direction to go, and it was to do a platform where we'd bring in the men and women of God who didn't have big platforms out there. You don't see them on TV by and large, right? They don't have the million-dollar budgets. And they've got some of the most important ministries out there, but they don't have a platform. And I said, you know what? I'm going to find them with the Lord's help. And we begin to scour the planet. And God began to reveal people that were still alive and introduced me to others through people, contacts, recommendations. And end of my story is we built this platform for the Lord as a place that people can come out, get trained, equipped, ignited, to serve the Lord in these last days, to learn about spiritual warfare, healing ministry, prophetic words, of course, evangelism. You know, it's a full gospel platform with an emphasis on deliverance. And uh, I knew I had found my reason for being alive. I knew there was something I was supposed to do. I just couldn't figure it out. I said, well, there's nothing (laughs) wrong, you know, having a business. That's not bad by the world standard, but that wasn't doing the Lord any service. And I found out what I was called for mm. to kick the devil in the nuts and give it back <laughs> to you in Jesus' name. There you go. Amen, amen, amen. See, that's um, 10 years. Uh, I don't know. I think you posted it was like 1,700 messages. Or, we have, I don't know. Uh, There's a lot of messages, eh? 7,400 oh, 7, to date by the grace of God. Wow, man. And, you know, those, uh, well, as we all realize, those messages are still harvesting over and over and over as, as people download them. Praise the Lord. So it's, Amen. So it's not just a one-shot yeah. message and then it's gone, is it? It's on the record. No, you know, if we had done a news show, as some have chosen to do, this would have been of no value later. You know, news yeah, lost. comes and goes. Just but lost. The good news, yeah. whole different story. That stuff is timeless. And I praise mm. God that uh, he helped us to get this far. Apart from him, we can't do anything. I, if I, you hear me boasting out there, folks, it's not in me. I'm nobody. I have no college degree. I didn't go to a Bible school. But I was raised in the fear of the Lord. I was raised in a family that loved Jesus. And I experienced the church at a young age. And I was taught to believe the word of God, take it at face value. And God did give me a measure of faith. I praise God for that. He's still working on me a long way to go. But I praise the Lord that he would take uh, someone like myself, who I, I shared a little testimony yesterday. You know, the good, bad, and ugly of Omega Man. Yeah, I've made my mistakes, and then some. And if he can use me in this small part of his end-time plan... To reach a few, again, we don't reach masses, we reach a few here and there, but praise God, 
I am so excited that we've got a legacy here of great teaching from people like you're going to hear tonight. Peter Whiffen, the men and women of God who God sends us here to encourage us, to teach us, help us get deliverance, and to train us. And, you know, that's really the most exciting part, and I'll give it back to you, is to have a platform that we can give something to people that they can use in their own ministries because, folks, that's what it's about. It's not just, hey, let's build a church and we'll see you next Sunday. I mean, no. We want to learn and then go out and do, and God will use you. We've got a brother tuning in from Africa, um, Brother Kukard. Yeah, wow. I want to say shouts out to you. I know his story. Wow, he man. tuned in many years ago, yeah. learned about deliverance. He's learned a lot. And then God has used him to deliver many in the country of South Africa. That's what it's about. Folks, if you just pass through here and you pick something up, maybe I don't meet you again till Jesus comes back, but you learn something here, you were able to take something away, and you're using it out there in the harvest field for Jesus, then we were a success. That's what it's about, folks. Raising up an army for Jesus that can win souls, cast out devils, and pray for the sick. I'm done. Back to you, Peter. <laughs> well, you know, it's been 10 years. Congratulations. And um, I, I just wanted to ask that question because Thank it's you. been 10 years. And, you know, yeah, as we know, you've, you've stuck with that uh, with that call for 10 years and, and, and still going on, still going on. So, so you know, that's, that's a credit to you, man, and God, of course, helping you. But uh, it's a credit. And, um, you know, there's the prayer for more workers in the harvest field, isn't there? Brother, and, um, the need is so massive out there. And, yeah, you know, and even yeah. in my own life, I haven't even went um, finished half of the race that God called me to finish. And so that encourages me that there's more time. I was told, you know, you haven't even finished half of the 26 mile. And I'm thinking, hey, that's actually a good word. It means there's more time. God's not done with me. God's not done no. with you out there. It's not game over, folks. And you know what? Ten years is a drop in the bucket. When I listen to the testimonies of guys like Mel Novak and um, Jerry McGee, they've been doing it for 40 years. My, my grandfather, 60 years. And I'm thinking, yeah. good grief. God help us. It's been tough just to get this far, but they're really going the distance. Um, you know, Brother Peter, I praise God for you and all the men and women out there that are going the distance. And you're not selfish, you didn't learn mm. something and just use it to get free. You mm. want to teach others what God has shown you and the truth he's revealed to you to help them get yeah. out there and bring in the harvest. Back to you, my friend. Yeah, yeah like um, when when you experience the kingdom of heaven, it's freedom amen. that it brings. Amen? Yes, sir. You, you want to share that. You know, uh, that's that's love. You You want to share it with everyone you can. Because of the reality of how, of how it helps, and um, and and the goodness of our Creator, you know, who who made us, saw us all get corrupted, and then made a way to fix us. You know, the best kept secret in the world. Um, so when we can be out here and um, and and talk about and teach and uh, seek real things, the real kingdom that helps, you know. No better thing, no better way, I believe, Shannon, you know. 
Brother, it's the truth. And I want to say to people, tune again. If you're not learning something here on Omega Man Radio, then you're wasting your time. And you don't want to waste your time. But I hope that we're giving you something that is not only helping you in your own walk with the Lord, but also giving you new skills that you can go out there and use in the battle lines for these end times that we're all living in, that it can help you do the job better that the Lord has called us all to do, working as harvesters in this harvest field. And we hope that uh, some of these programs have encouraged you, have strengthened you, have helped you when you were down to keep going. And folks, uh, best advice that was ever given, and I'll give to people, is don't quit. Keep going for Jesus. One day, we're going to reach the shores of Beulah land, as they say, Mm. and we're going to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. We're going to look back and say, man, I'm glad I didn't quit. It was worth all I had to go through. Peter, over to you, my brother. Amen. Well, that you know, that's uh, the, the things that have been bad for us, the things that have hurt us are all in the past. The, uh, the tree's fallen. You know, you, you can't go along and lift up a fallen tree. You know, that's too hard, man. So the tree's fallen. Forget about it. My, my vice, forget about it. Look forward. This life is not the end. We, we, we never non-exist. Uh, as the Bible teaches, we never non-exist. We exist. It's just a matter of where. And um, because of the amazing way through through God, through Jesus Christ, dying on the cross and paying for everything with his blood, heaven's paid for, our supply forever is paid for, our happiness forever is paid for. So we, we do have the best news in the universe and that is um, what we have so we we have to uh, uh, we, we have to seek the Lord to find these things out um, if you're gonna gonna start seeking really seeking it's, it's good to pray first just pick up the Bible pray first and then then start reading ask God to show you what he wants you personally to know and these things will come forward. Yeah, it's amazing, Shannon, isn't it? Um, how that happens. You'll you'll find your call. You know, I asked God my call, and and He told me. I, w- I was walking down some steps in the house, and in the middle of, like I wasn't thinking about anything. I got told my call, and it's great. I c- I could embrace it then, and um, it doesn't make you any more special than anyone else. Uh, we've been given the fullness of God's love. You can't get any more of God's love because he's given everything for us. He give us the he's given us the um, uh, the life of Jesus, the bloodline of Jesus. Could have started a new planet, started new people, but no, he never gave up on us and and has died for us, paid the price in his blood, has bankrupted everything, and given that to us. He's given us all things. Now he's asking us to connect with him, you know, and and be nice. So um, it's all we're asked. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love God first. Love your neighbor as yourself. And um, help your brothers. There's um, 12 tribes of Israel 
there was uh, the, the crossing of the Jordan to enter the promised land. A couple of the tribes already had their inheritance before they crossed over into the promised land. Ephraim and Manasseh, I think, half-tribe Manasseh, something like that. But the point is they were told to go in anyway and help their brothers. Yes, those that, those that don't have a lot of problems, help your brothers who do have problems. You know, Shannon's talking about doing away with the work of the devil. That That's Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10. God now intended that through the church his many-folded wisdom will be made known to the principalities and the powers in the heavenly realms. Yes, the demons need to know God's wisdom, and God has chosen the church to translate and teach that wisdom many different ways, the wisdom, to the demons. That's the job of the church. It's not all about humans. It's, it's about God is using us to embarrass the devil, to, to pull down his works and tell him he's not God. You know, he said, I want to be God. We're telling him, you're not God. You are not God. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. And we are the body of Christ on earth, and we will make you bow. We will feed you with judgment. We will cast you out. We will undo your plans. Destroy your works. Take back what you've stolen. Yes, that's our job. And this is through the, the show, um, uh, Amiga Man, where, where, where Shannon is bothered to make it available. You know, I'd just like to say, I, 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 ever since I've been back just a little time on this show, uh, people are emailing me. Oh, um, I'm following what you're talking about and it's helping me. And, you know, that's that's all very encouraging because, because um, you know, the Bible says that um, um, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But uh, what is the fear of the Lord? So the Bible answers that, and it says the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. So that's how you know you have the beginning of wisdom. If you hate evil, hate evil, you don't go along with evil. You look at it and you just hate it. And, you know, you, deliverance is a great way to develop the hatred of evil. Because you can uh, you can smack evil, you can do something about evil. Um, we have the power. We've been given the power, and it is the will of the Almighty God, the Creator, to give us that power, to give us the kingdom. It says it's God's good pleasure to give us His kingdom, and our gospel is the good news of the kingdom. It means the good news of the administration of heaven to come to earth where evil is dealt with. Yes, no evil in heaven, and we are to deal with the evil here on earth. You know, I've, I've done many prayers for many people, um, nearly every day doing deliverance, and I never, ever cease to be surprised at the love of God that comes to the ones who ask him. Um Sincerely, though, um, God Almighty, un unfortunately for the evil people, looks at the heart, and he he's not 
tricked. Like, you know, we have people coming in here telling lies, doing things, but I, you know, I have to take them at face value, but God knows. God really knows. So if you think you can say one thing in your heart and another thing with your lips, um, it's a mistake. It's a mistake. We, we have to be sincere with God because everyone is open. He says everyone is open before him. He sees their thoughts and intents of their hearts. So a lot of things we're bored up with, we can, we can put on an act, fake it till we make it. You can't with God. You can't with God. You are what you are. What you're thinking is what you're thinking. So um, uh, I want to talk about I want to talk about uh, forgiveness today a little bit because yeah we know we got to forgive yeah I forgive I talk to a lot of people you got to forgive I forgive but the, but the thing is the thing is have they really forgiven are we really forgiving not just giving lip service to it so let's see a let's see a story here um, remembering that King David's name means the blessed the beloved we, we are the beloved so it's a little bit like what he was doing we should be looking at and learning you know the 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 New Testament is what's happened with Jesus and the Old Testament is what's happening in the spirit realm with Jesus so we've we've got people acting out in the Old Testament what spirits do virtually. It's, it's, it's like a Shakespeare's play in the natural, so we can see what happens in the supernatural. And that, that's the way we should be reading the Old Testament, I believe. You read it um, uh, with the view of what's happening spiritually. So, um, you know, I was looking at uh, Psalm 83, and it's got all the, uh, all the people who form a, a, a league against Israel. Uh, Moab and uh, the children of Lot. They all lived at different times, but it's what it is. It's the spirits represented by them that are making a plan to take Israel in possession. Israel means God prevails. So they're making a plan to take God prevails in possession. They're taking a plan to undo the salvation of the Lord in our life. So there's a certain conduct that um, uh, because of the righteousness of God, which means you know, uh, well, people say righteousness is right standing, but it's, I believe it's more. I believe righteousness is the right thing, doing the right thing. So uh, there was a scripture came to light where um, Joshua was in the promised land and the angel of the Lord was there. And Joshua said to the angel of the Lord, are you for us or for them? And he got a surprising answer. None of you. The, the righteousness of God is wishing the best for everyone. See? So, you know, those that think just because they're saved and going along with God, that, that, that God is uh, going to smoke and, and uh, or whatever, uh, that, that we're more privileged, that 
the God Almighty, I believe, is in on the side of everyone on earth. He he reigns on the just and the unjust. It's just where we give away our blessings that makes a difference. So anyway, we go to First Samuel twenty five two, and there was a man in Maon. Uh, Maon means um, habitation, whose possessions were in Carmel, which means the garden land. So, th- so this guy's in a nice place, and the man was very great, and he had three thousand sheep and a thousand goats, and he was shearing his sheep in Carmel. Well, three thousand sheep and a thousand goats is about eight hundred thousand to a million dollars worth of stuff today. So you could say he was the best part of a millionaire. Now, the name of this man was Nabal. See if you can guess his name meaning. And the name of his wife, Abigail. Now, she was a woman of good understanding and a beautiful countenance. But the man was curlish and evil in his doings. And he was the house of Caleb. Caleb means dog. So he was from the house of a dog. Yet, he was a millionaire. And David heard in the wilderness that Nabal did shear his sheep. And David sent out ten young men, and David said unto the young men, Go you up to Carmel, and go to Nabal, and greet him in my name. Like, go and say hello. Like, I'm the king. Uh, I'll just say hello. And, and thus ye say to him that live in prosperity, peace, be both to thee, and peace be to your house, and peace be unto all that you have. So King David said him a nice blessing and, and sort of saying, I'm happy for you, you've, you've got prosperity. And now I have heard that thou hast shearers, and now thy shepherds which were with us, we hurt them not, neither was there anything missing unto them, all while they were in Carmel. Ask the young men, and they will show thee, wherefore let the young men fame favour in your eyes, for we come in a good day. I give, I pray you, whatsoever cometh to thy hand unto thy servants and thy son David. And when David's young men came, they spoke to Nabal, according to all those words in the name of David, and ceased. Now, here's where it gets very interesting. Um, Nabal doesn't really even know who David is. But straight away, he comes with this, First uh, Samuel twenty-five ten. And Nabal answered David's servants and said, "Who is David? Who is the son of Jesse?" There be many servants nowadays that break away every man from his master. In Shall I then take my bread and my water and my flesh that I have killed for my shearers and give it unto men whom I know not whence they be? So David's young men turned their way and went again and came and told him all these sayings. So basically this was an evil report. Nabal was nasty even though he was feeding his sheep in Carmel. So David's young men turned their way, went again, and came and told him all these sayings. And David said unto his men, Gird ye on every man his sword. And it made David angry. 
And they girded on every man his sword, and David also girded on his sword. And there went up after David about 400 men, and 200 abode by the stuff. So David was going to go and smoke this dude, who, who had no respect, with the sword. Little did this guy know, his mouth was getting him into big trouble. But one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, saying, Behold, David sent messages out of the wilderness to salute our master, and he railed on them. But the men were very good to us, and we were not hurt, neither missed we anything, as long as they were conversant with them when we are in the fields. In other words, David's, David's men didn't do anything nasty to while they were there. And they were... They, they were a wall unto us, both night and day, and all the while we were with them keeping the sheep. So they actually helped protect the sheep. Now, therefore, know and consider what they will do, for evil is determined against our master and against all his household, for he is such a son of Belial that a man cannot speak to him. Yeah? He wouldn't listen. Too full of himself. Then Abigail made haste and took two hundred loaves and two bottles of wine, five sheep ready dressed and five measures of parched corn and a hundred clusters of raisins and two hundred cakes of figs and laid them on donkeys. And she said unto her servants, Go on before me. Behold, I come after you. But she told not her husband. And it was so. And she rode on the ass and she came down by the covered hill. And behold, David and his men came down against her and she met them. Now David had said, Surely in vain have I kept all that this fellow has in the wilderness, so that nothing was missed of all that pertained unto him, and he has requited me evil for good. So and more also does God unto the enemies of David, if I leave all that pertained to him by the morning light, any that pisses against the wall. That means everyone's going to get killed. Hmm. Well, when Abigail saw that David, she hastened and lightened off the ass and fell before David on her face and bowed herself to the ground and fell at his feet and said, Upon me, Lord, upon me, let this iniquity be. And let thine handmaid, I pray thee, speak thy audience and hear the words of thy handmaid. She, she is interceding here. Now, this is love in action because she's saying, let the iniquity be on me. She, she wasn't interceding in selfishness for her own life. She just um, was trying to be a peacemaker. Let not my Lord, I pray thee, regard this man of Bial, even Nabal, for his name is, so is he. You know what Nabal's name means? Fool. Yeah, so his name is Fool, and as his name is, so is he, is his name. And folly is with him, Fool and folly. But thine handmaid saw not the young men of my Lord whom thou didst send. She's saying, we didn't see them. Now, therefore, my Lord, as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, seeing the Lord has withholden thee from coming to shed blood, from avenging thyself with thy own hand, now let thine enemies and they that seek evil to my Lord be as Nabal. 
And now this blessing which thy handmaid had brought to my Lord, let it even be given to the young men that follow my Lord. Now here here comes the here comes the pledge or the plea. I pray thee forgiveness the trespass of thy handmaid, for the Lord will certainly make my Lord a sure house. Because my Lord fighteth the battles of the Lord, and evil has not been found in the early days. Yet a man is risen to pursue thee and seek thy soul. But the soul of my Lord shall bound the bundle of life with the Lord thy God, and the souls of thy enemies, them shall he sling out, as out of the middle of a sling. Now this is, um, she's saying, let God take care of it virtually. That that God will sort this out. And it shall come to pass when the Lord shall have done all my Lord according to all the good that he has spoken concerning thee that and shall have appointed thee ruler over Israel. So this this was actually a spiritual attack on the uh, on the future kingship, the kingship of David and um, was to get David into taking into his own hands the vengeance, not forgiveness, vengeance. That this shall be no grief unto thee, nor offence of heart unto my Lord, see? So she's she's going there to save David from offence. Either that thou hast shed blood causelessless, or that my Lord has avenged himself. But when the Lord shall have dwelt well with my Lord, then remember thine handmaid. And David said to Abigail, Bless be the Lord God of Israel, which sent thee this day to meet me. Oh, David saw it. And, you know, this is the meek will inherit the earth, that the humble, that, that we can listen, listen to reason and be careful. And blessed be thy advice. Yes, you know, you advise a fool, he hates you, but you advise a wise man and he thanks you. And blessed be thy advice, and blessed be thou which has kept me this day from coming to shed blood and from avenging myself with my own hand. For in very deed, as the Lord God of Israel lives, which has kept me back from hurting thee, Except thou hast hastened to come to meet me, surely there has not been left unto Nabal, there would have been left unto Nabal by the morning light any that pisses against the wall. So it was just in time David was going to go and kill them all. So David received of her hand that which she had brought him and said unto her, Go in peace to thy house. See, I have hearkened to thy voice and have accepted thy person. So she succeeded in the mission of staving off David avenging himself. Now, everybody listening, we could virtually guarantee that um, we could guarantee has been offended by somebody at some time and for no reason, not their fault. And, you know, in our hearts, we've, Wished them stoned to death. <laughs> Possibly. We, we, we've we really run these scenarios through our mind, you know, where they get run over by a truck or something happens to them. But if we have faith 
if we really have faith and we learn from what the Bible's teaching, we let it go. Get out of the way. Let's read on and see what happens. First Samuel twenty five thirty five. So David received of her hand that which she had bought him, and said unto her, Go in peace, thine house, I have hearkened to thy voice, and I have accepted thy person. And Abigail came to Nabal, and behold, he held a feast in his house, like the feast of a king. He, he's got no idea that he's insulted the king, or David. He, he's just got no idea, and he's just feasting in his wealth. Nabal's heart was merry within him, and he was very drunken. Things couldn't get any better for Nabal. So wherefore she told him nothing, less or more, until the morning light. But as it came to pass in the morning, when the wine was gone out of Nabal, and his wife had told him these things, that his heart died within him. And he became a stone. See, in one day, in an instant, things can change. And it came to pass about ten days later that the Lord smote Nabal and that he died. Wow. Now, we don't wish this happens to people, but the God is not mocked. He's made a beautiful world. You know, he'd made the prosperity of Nabal. Uh, Nabal had all these sheep and goats. You know, where do they come from? You know, the creator made them. And he made them able to breed, made them in a way you could farm them. So his prosperity was not his own. His money was not his own yet. In 10 days, he died. Why? He, he had no reason to go down that path. But he thought he was bigger than someone who wanted to bless him. Thought he was better than, than David. Who is this David? Now, it doesn't matter who David is. It, it, it matters that, that, the person, that the person was blessing him. Let's let's see what David says about it. And when David heard Nabal was dead, he said, Blessed be the Lord that had pleaded the cause of my reproach from the hand of Nabal, and has kept his servant from evil. Yes, for David to do the revenge was going to be evil. For the Lord had returned the wickedness of Nabal upon his own head. I'll stop it there for the moment. This, this Nabal had, had given evil for good. But we, we must be very careful that, that people who are blessing us or being nice to us or whatever, that, that we don't return evil back to them. You know, I, I had a, um, a girl in the off shop uh, out the back at the food, feed fooding and um, uh, she complained she got robbed. And um, people were helping her. And one of the guys that actually put, put her up for a few days came to see me and said she stole a whole lot of stuff out of his house. 
My goodness. He, he had helped her, blessed her, and she stole stuff from his own house. You see, see, that's evil for good. A person who does that is a fool, like Nabal. Don't be like that. Because what's happened now is it caused a death sentence on uh, Nabal and God took his life. Now what happened to Abigail? And David sent and communed with Abigail to take her him to him to be a wife, his wife. So not only did she save her own life and the life of everyone around her, but she married the king. We are to be the bride of Jesus. Here we see a type and shadow of the work of the church. This is the this is the intercession. You see friends who want to do revenge, talk them out of it. This is the job of the wife of the king. And when the servants of David were come to Abigail to Carmel, they spoke to her, saying, David sent us unto thee to take thee to be wife. She arose and bowed herself on her face to the earth and said, Behold, let thy handmaid be a servant to wash the feet of the servants of my Lord. There's the job description right there. Wash the feet. Did, did we see the story of Jesus washing the feet? Maybe he got the idea here. Where did she get the idea? What does what does wash the feet mean? See, when we walk around, like in those days, there was like sandals and there wasn't like concrete everywhere. So there's dust. So just just going for a walk, you're gonna get you're gonna get dust all over your feet because of the sweat. It's gonna attract the dirt, and feet are gonna get dirty. That that is a type and shadow of sin coming on us. Demons, curses, dirt. You know the dirt. God said is cursed is the earth. For your sake, Adam, cursed is the earth. Not cursed is the water. Yeah, the water's not cursed. So so when we wash the feet of the servants of the Lord, what are we doing? The water representing the word of God, washing of the water of the word, and the dirt representing the curse, and the feet representing our way in the earth. We walk by our feet. So that's doing deliverance. Washing the feet of the servants of the Lord is doing deliverance, I believe. Hey, brother, I pray for you. Let every curse against you be crucified with Christ. Washing the curses off with the promises of God. 
this is what the encouragement is. This is if anyone is worried about their job as a Christian, what's my call? There's the call. Let thy handmaid be a servant to wash the feet of the servants of the Lord. Now she didn't just stand up and go, Hey, I'm gonna be the wife of David all proud and puffed up. No. And Abigail hasted and arose and rode upon a donkey with five damsels of hers that went with her. And she went after the messengers of David and became his wife. Those five damsels, I believe that David had five stones. Could that be the five ministries, the five spirits of the kingdom of heaven? All one, but doing five functions. Yeah. And that's our destiny and became his wife. So that's our destiny to be to become the wife of the Lord Jesus Christ at the marriage supper of the Lamb. So one of the ways I believe to overcome is to wash the feet of the servants of the Lord. Now, how do you do that? You learn deliverance. Learn how to deliver. Um, nowadays, what what I do with people if I if they come to me and and they and they want prayer, they got problems. Uh, I get them saved first. See if they'll accept Jesus Christ. See if they'll be born again. When I do the salvation prayer, I don't just say give your heart to Jesus. I can't find that in Scripture too much. But I say and get them to say that they want to be in the family of Jesus Christ. They want to be born again, to die with him and be raised with him, have their name written in the book of life. Then I encourage them to be water baptized. But firstly, I talk to them about forgiving. Because we know the scriptures, but they don't. So we give them the option to forgive so you can be forgiven. Yeah. So this is important. Otherwise, all the prayers... Are not going to really do anything. You know, if they won't forgive, there's a prayer. Dear God, you intercede for them to get them to forgive so that they can see that they have to forgive. Psalm 86 verse 5 says, For, the, for thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive. There, there's the pr- promise. It's It's ready. To forgive. God is ready to forgive and has plenty of mercy unto all of them that call upon him. Now, I've seen the miracle of God having mercy on people. My goodness. So, the real forgiveness is a heartfelt forgiveness. Honest. Be honest. If you can't forgive... Choose to forgive and ask God to help you to get over the hurt of being forgiven, of, of 
get over the hurt and and have a healed heart so that you're free of the bitterness of what had happened. If anyone asks you to forgive them, you've got no choice. Luke 17.3, take heed, which means watch out. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. He says sorry, you can forgive him as well. But we also must forgive. Yes. This is a danger for our own salvation. We can see in the in Genesis chapter fifty verse seventeen the type and shadow of Joseph. saying what Joseph's father had commanded before he died. Genesis fifty sixteen, And they sent a messenger unto Joseph, saying, Thy father did command before he died, saying, So shall ye say to Joseph, Forgive, I pray thee now, thy trespass of thy brethren and their sin, for they did unto thee evil. Yes, no one's, um, no one's here saying that wrong wasn't done. And now, we pray for thee, forgive the trespass of the servants of God of thy father. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. And his brethren also went down and fell before his face, and they said, Behold, we be thy servants. Now, Joseph said an interesting thing. Genesis 50 verse 19. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for am I in the place of God? What? Unforgiveness, Joseph is saying, puts you in the place of God. Dangerous place to be. That's what the devil said. I'll be in the place of God. So we don't we don't have the right to be unforgiving. Sorry, it's just a fail. It doesn't happen. It's not there. Fear not, for I am I in the place of God. Joseph understood that if he was going to go with unforgiveness he'd be putting himself in the place of God Almighty he goes on but as for you ye thought evil against me but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive so even when we have bad things happen to us God can mean it for good he can help us if we understand by faith that the calamities, the unforgiveness, or sorry, the, the the evil coming to us can actually be God meaning it for good, to save much people alive. He said, now therefore fear ye not, I will nourish you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. Yes, the fruit of forgiveness. Yeah. The fruit of forgiveness is speaking kindly. So watch our mouths. You can't forgive and then just criticize. You, you have to be careful. 
So when we do this forgiveness, then we ask people to be what we talked about last week uh, the and the other week, the uh, forgiveness of our oaths, the things that are binding us. You know, if we forgive our sin, he's just and faithful. Sorry, if we confess our sin, he's just and faithful to forgive us. So that comes into play when we have forgiven. I, I believe uh, that forgiveness comes in the measure, just like sowing and reaping. In the in the measure that you sow, you'll reap, and in the measure that you forgive, you'll be forgiven. Jesus said in another place, what's easier to say? Your sins be to forgiven or to be healed. It, he, he connected it to the same thing. Yes. So here we have uh, an idea there that um, we should judge our hearts, consider our hearts properly, and don't go on for years and years and years with um, unforgiveness because it'll end up getting a harvest in our life. It's not going to end well. So with that, uh, I think we're just about out of time today and um, we praise the Lord for everyone and uh, we'll, we'll see you next week maybe. Brother, great word tonight. Um, yes. Brother Peter, give out your yeah. contact information and your website. How do people reach you in the ministry? All right. It's uh, Peter Whiffen. Um, W-H-I-F-F-I-N at hot, hotmail.com or at Facebook, same thing, my name. And um, hiskingdomstable.com where I have a download, um, deliverances at the table. And um, that really points to that... Um, all our blessings are at the table of the Lord where we consume our inheritance, the, the, the benefits of what the blood shed and the body broken did. So um, these things are here for our good news and uh, I've got that booklet there that points out a lot of that. Um, I have a Skype, uh, V-A-L-U 777 Skype. And that's my Skype. If anyone wants prayer, happy to pray for anyone who wants it, any time. And um, I don't don't charge any fees for any of that. That's all. Uh, love is free, and uh, freely we receive, freely we give it out, and um, that gives the honour to God Almighty, without worrying about being paid and those sorts of things. So praise the Lord for everyone, and uh, we'll. Uh, We'll continue hopefully next week on more things about the wonderful kingdom of heaven that we've been given. Amen. God bless you, my Amen. friend. And uh, for the archive tonight, what would you like to title this teaching? Um, the Forgiveness Key. I love it. The Forgiveness Key it is. We'll see you okay. next time, Peter. Thank you, sir. Okay, cool. Bless blessings, everyone. Praise the Lord for you all. That was Peter. His kingdom's table his kingdoms table.com that was called the forgiveness key friends did you enjoy today i tell you it's good to be here i'll get these posted quickly 
please help yourself to the archives. Over 7,400 shows and counting. They're free. Free to listen to. Free to download. There's no charge to tune into Omega Man Radio. It's all free. Now, if you like what you hear, you'd like to help us fuel these free broadcasts, we'll tell you how you can do that. And uh, we hope to uh, be back with you tomorrow. We're going to be back tomorrow night, actually, at uh, 7 p.m. Gary Stafford, special guest, Prophet Leslie Johnson, Joseph Ferrara, Alan Binger, Terry Cook will be back, and then we're doing international shows tomorrow. And it'll be a long day, but it'll be a lot of great programs for you. We'll have Elvis Newhart, David Measures, Jonathan Campbell, and I need to confirm with Brother Kelvin McCracken. I dropped the ball on that one. Ivory Hopkins will be doing a special show on Friday. Demon Hotlines this week. John Ramirez will be here Thursday night. Joseph Jasinski, Dan Corner, Brian Melvin, King Ran Ritchie. We're actually going to have uh, double Demon Hotline Friday night and more. Great stuff this week. Thank you all for tuning in. God Richard bless you. If you want to contact me, the best way to do that, just go over to OmegaManRadio.com. You can send me an email from there. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe.